previously on the No Mercy Podcast. The Really Good Four continue on their trek and it is grueling. They finally get close to their destination and they figure out where they've been heading to all along. So we haven't really heard stories of this place. So the air is fresh, but... Orange. The sky, the sky is orange. Well, I think we're in Devil Dam then. Duh. Or the volcano. Or like Flor- Florida? Oh, yeah, we're in, we're in Orlando. Shit. They exit the carts and are greeted by some very unfriendly people in red robes. Do you hear them chanting slowly, but they're only whispering, Die, die, die. Yeah, well, you're going to have to use more words if you want me to die. The really good four are taken to their cell. They remember what their good friend Thea told them and start searching the cell to see if there's actually a hole underneath the bed. As Pip's hand touches the ground, it goes through the floor. What now? What's up? What's up, Pip? What are you looking at? You finding more stuff in beds? I need an adult. They develop a plan and decide to rig their beds and stuff them so it looks like they are sleeping. They did such a good job that even Chess was fooled. Come on, uh, Pip. Pip, get out of... We, we gotta go down. Is, remember your plan? Come on. Pip, we gotta go. Get it. Pip, we gotta go. Wait, how'd you get down? Oh, is it Rallor- Rallorick? We gotta go. Come on. Rallorick. Come on, get out of the bed. I pull his ankle. We can't leave Rallorick behind, Pip. <laughs> Everyone's in the hole. Come on, buddy. We're, we're down here, Jess. Oh. Come on down. Wait, who's in the bed? It, we, you watched us do that. It's gonna... It's okay. It's just... Oh, man. You're right. Sorry. Shoot. The really good four continue down the tunnel they dropped into. They finally make their way towards the end and find that there is a room. Inside the room is a boy just sitting there with a bunch of weapons. He was sent there to help them out, and he lets each individual reach into a bag and pull out a magical item. His name is Stewie. We don't have a lot of time. Why don't we get your weapons? And you gotta get the hell out of here, man, before they kill you. They got our wep- you know where our weapons are? Yeah! I don't know where they are, but I got you these ones. <laughs> and he just looks around and starts spinning. These will do. You are a good, good boy. Wee, this is fun! <laughs> <laughs> now, let's dive into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new arc, a new adventure for Lacking in the smarts, the clerk does the touchy feeling, grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon flying bow and a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. What was the, what was the armor called? Armor of vulnerability. Well, that sounds no good. I don't want to be. That sounds terrible. I wouldn't know that, right? No. But it's so in this season. I just I just saw that it was fancy fancy armor, and so I just slammed it right onto my body. Did you grease up first? Nope. I did not. You're going to shave so hard. <laughs> That's right. I forgot you're supposed to grease up before getting into armor. <laughs> That's how it works. I'm pretty sure. How they do at medieval times. Yeah. 
you get in there and they just have tubs of Vaseline everywhere. <laughs> That's right. How could I forget? So on the walls are weapons. <laughs> so I'm going to make it easy and just take one of what I like all the stuff I just had before. Unless there's like there's not there's not like plus one weapons, right? No, it's all just regular, regular weapons. Stuff. Yeah, so I'll just take one everything of what I had before. Um, yeah. Well, they, is he going to let us take like if I wanted to take a crossbow and a warhammer? Uh, he'll let you each take two things. Ooh. Two what things. is this kid holding back on us for? Holding out on us for? Um, That's bullshit. These are my mom. She said you can have two each. <laughs> well, who, who's uh, your mom? My mom, you'll, you'll meet her in a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, these are all her weapons? Yeah, she she um, she um, got all of these. They were for my dad. Um, and she brought them here to store them. But my dad's not here. So we have these weapons here. And then she's going to sell whatever you don't take. Huh, okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna take take me a morning star. And uh, is there a net? Uh, there's no <laughs> net. There, there are hand little axes. Damn it! Just really likes his net. All right, I'll, I'll take morning star and a hand axe. Okay. Your turn, little tubby tubby man. Uh. I assume that's directed at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, I guess. Pip, you wanted the boots, right? Yes, please. And I'll, I'll take that staff. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I will also take a shield and light crossbow. Oh, I didn't think of shield. Um, I will actually put my hand axe back and take shield. Okay. Uh, he then looks at Pip and puts his finger on the top of Pip's head and starts uh, looking right into your eyes, Pip, and he goes, look what I can do. And he just starts running around in circles around you. <laughs> That's very difficult to concentrate on the thing that Pip needs to concentrate, but I'm looking at all of these weird and wonderful weapons on the walls, and Tyler, I'm going to ask the best GM in the world for our something. Are there two small rapiers here that for some strange reason have the sex of scimitars? What? For for flavor, I want them to be rapiers because that's Pip's thing. He does lots of little pokes. But scimitars are light weapons and if I have two of them I could do my offhand attacks and I have proficiency. So can I get, quote, two scimitars, but secretly I want them to be just two little pip-sized rapiers, but for all mechanics, they'll be scimitars. Uh, let's see. They're finesse and light. I look, look how hard I tried to learn. <laughs> but rapier are finesse and not light, though. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking for scimitars but because well, I just... he has one rapier and one short sword and one scimitar but uh, pip to for to make pip use a short sword and a scimitar 
<laughs> short. It doesn't match his. I think she's can't be choosers. But it's just flavor text. No, light means that you can dual wield them. No, but she's saying she's saying it would be the stats of a scimitar, but she wants it just to be to be visually a two little a rapier. two little rapiers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. But it's just two scimitars. But I want the visual aesthetic of Pip having two tiny rapiers. Okay. She, well, You're thinking has... like needle from Game of Thrones, right? Yes. That's, yes. A little tiny rapier. But I will use the scimitar specs. Okay. He has one rapier and one scimitar and one short sword. But in the future, you can find stuff like that. Okay. So I guess I'll just take two things, two short things. Yeah. He pretty much has... Actually, he would only have one one shield since this was for his dad. His dad wouldn't need two shields. Oh. Funky, you can have the shield. Uh, you sure? Yeah, I have this plate armor. <laughs> so my, my armor class without the shield is 19. Yeah, uh, thank you. So because you, without the shield, you know, I'm at a 14. Yeah, exactly. Take your yeah. take it. All right, and Reloric. No, I would like a spear and a longbow. Got it. Thank you kindly. Hey, are you going to say thank you to me? Uh, yeah, um, thank, thanks, Stewie. You're welcome. Thank you for thanking me. Hey, Stewie, thanks a lot. I mean, I got this cool glaive, I got this cool armor that I put on, and I got this... This cool curse that came with my armor. These, this morning star and hand axe. <laughs> I don't know about that yet. Tyler, when do I learn about this curse? Because I did put on that armor. Well, attuning to it requires you to spend a short rest. Okay, so after an hour, I will... Do we, I will understand that I'm cursed. <laughs> can we? Uh, yeah. Okay. Can we take a like, basically take an hour here to attune to our things? Is that something that's allowed? Hey Stewie, do you want to hang out for an hour? Wink. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you mind if we hang out for a bit and get used to these things? We've been cooped up in a cage for, I don't, I don't know, well, many poops. Well, how much time do you have before they come and find you? Ah, beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. Good point. <laughs> That's a fair point, Stewie. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we should just get get moving then. All right, Stewie, where are we going? Where where's your mom? Um, so in order to go to my mom's house, first we need to uh, la 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 la. Wow, what? those laws really cover up all that mouse clicking. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> um, so, uh, where did you think we were going? We were going to go to my mom's place. She's a little ways away. I'll go first, and then you'll go after. Hey, do you have not? those clothes you mean the red robes i don't do you have i have one red robe here for no we're dad. wearing red robes we're wearing yeah, red you're, robes. you're all wearing them yeah, yeah we used our regular type clothes yeah. to do our ferris bueller prank so we's naked we under are these and... this and nothing all <laughs> oh, right right <laughs> okay yeah. um so you're gonna follow me but i'm gonna go ahead by a way so that if you get caught i don't die because i don't want to die because my mom will kill me if i die but if 
If you if you don't get caught, I forgot about that part of the bed. And I'm so scared. <laughs> but then we'll get to my mom's place, and then she'll make us all some cornbread. Mm. Okay, bring it on. All right, so he's going to. He's basically telling you he's going to go out first. You follow him, give him a little space. Um, but you're going to be going through streets, and you're going to basically be trying to look inconspicuous as you're moving about. Um, so Stewie says, "All right, come, come here. Look what I can do." And he jumps through. There is, if you remember, there was a bare wall, yeah. and he jumps through the wall and comes out on the other side. Whoa! Pipe jumps through. Jump, jump, jump. Uh, chest is just staring like, what the hell? Uh, I I think it's like the the floor in the in the jail there. Chest. I think we just walked through. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and come clean. I did not understand what happened there. That may surprise you, felt you folks, but I did not understand what happened there. Well, uh, yeah. Stewie runs right back in, just like right in front of chest. Stewie just appears. He's like, ah, I forgot to do one thing. He runs over to a little bottle that has some paste in it, in it and he puts the paste around the creases of the wooden trap door. And then it all of a sudden seals off. And then he drops the little paste and runs out. Oh, come on, let's go. Funky pockets that paste. Just put puts his finger up and just says, I, I, uh, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I will save these questions for later. Yeah, Funky Pockets that paste and and follows Stewie out. Okay, you'll have enough of this paste for two regular-sized doors. Uh, okay, so Chest looks over to, um, Pip and just says, so, I mean, Pip, can you go first? Uh, Oh, I've already hopped through. I'm gone. I hopped right after Stewie. Just like timidly goes up to it and puts his, you know, foot through it, like kind of dipping your foot into cold, into a pool. Just check the water temperature. He's like sort of doing that to the wall. Rather we're gonna step up. I'll grab chest and say it's okay, buddy. Follow, <laughs> come with me. You oh, put okay. your left foot in. You put your left foot up. And if you don't do it real soon, you're all gonna die because they're gonna come and get you. No. <laughs> And shake it all about. <laughs> Chest walks through <laughs> very <laughs> timidly. And I walk through with him. Okay. So as you leave, you look around and you see that the ground is just all covered in dust and dirt. And there are these streets. It's fairly well organized, you'd say. Coming in, it looked like it was about the buildings were about five by ten in terms of five buildings uh, coming away from the wall to ten along the wall. So there were about 50 total. Looking back up at the wall, you can see it's this dark reddish black color and you can't really see the top. You're looking up and it just stretches on forever and dirt just coats the outside of it, giving it a very dirty tarnish. And Stewie just starts running off down the street and says... Let's go, guys. Don't die. <laughs> Chester shrugs and says, well, I mean, we might as well get moving. Yeah. Are we in a city? Funky. It's not really a city. Follows. Okay. Yeah. 
I was just wondering how fast we were all moving because we were close to funky. Uh, you look at all the, the houses and they're all kind of patchwork made of wood. It looks like uh, wood was kind of hauled in from towards the mountains where you came from to this location and all these buildings is kind of like a small pop-up town. Um, so this is going to be something called a skill challenge. Oh, hey, I know what that is. I don't. I don't know what that is. I, I don't either. <laughs> and so, what's going to happen? We got this from Lucas from Bow to the Seven Dice. Doge. We got it from Dave from Four Orbs. You're going to. You have to get three successes to follow Sui undetected. Uh, two unsuccessful rolls and bad stuff starts happening. The DC is 12. And basically what's going to happen is you are going to describe how you're going to move about through the crowds and the alleyways and stuff undetected, what you're kind of doing to do this. And then we're going to roll an appropriate stat. And if you beat the 12, you get a success. If you do not beat the 12, you get a failure. And two failures, bad stuff starts to happen. Okay. Uh, so is e- does each person go separately? Uh, whoever wants to go first can go first. So you see Stewie running along, starting to go into the streets. There are a few people around. Everybody's wearing red robes. Okay. Um, well, Funky's going to probably do what he did as a child, which is just like skirt in and out of the shadows and be a little thiefly dwarf. Okay. And we'll say each check needs should be try to do something different. So the first one, Funky, give a stealth check. Oh, uh, net 20. Hey. Congratulations, Ben. Which is a uh, 24 total. <laughs> Thanks. So that is a success for Funky. So uh, as soon as this kid, as soon as Stewie starts darting off into the streets, you can see Funky immediately takes the lead out of all of you and he beckons you to start following him. And as you're walking down the streets, you'll see guards or something come start coming towards you or people starting to pay attention to you. And he pulls you off down a side street and then pulls you back onto the main street to still be inside of Stewie as you're, you're walking through this uh, area. So that's one success. Who wants to go next? I'm going to pop the hood on this robe because I assume they have hoods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm popping it. I'm just going to put my head down and throw the hood over. Try to be inconspicuous. Okay. Is there a check that you can do that isn't stealth since we just had one? Something else you might be able to do. Persuasion? Performance? Mm -hmm. Or deception? Sleight of hand? Uh, Yeah, Mm. we could do a Deception. deception. I think it's intimidation. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really aggressive hooding. It's animal handling. I don't know. Deception. All right. So you're you're trying to pass off as one of these people in uh, the red robe. So you've been kind of looking around as you've been walking through the streets and uh, noticing the gate and the gate and walk of these different people. Uh, And you're starting to try to mimic that with your hood up being conspicuous so give a deception check yeah nine okay so as Roloric is walking uh, he's trying to match this slow kind of the arms are slowly waving back and forth gait of of the people in the red robes as they're walking around 
except for Lork kind of puffs out his arms instead, like a, like a muscular man, and he's walking around with his arms really exaggerated out and flying up and down like a cartoon character, and you're starting to get some looks as you're Ellery, walking you've like got this. ILS, invisible lat <laughs> syndrome. Get those puppies down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, chest, uh, chest grabs the back of Ralric's, um, uh, what's it called, rope, and, uh, and, like, forcefully, like, you know, puts him into sort of, like, better walking position, and it's just like, like, come on, recruit, you gotta stay in line here, don't be trying to show off. I'm thinking, like, athletics check to try and push him around um, why are you manhandling our elf because he's <laughs> drawing attention I'm okay with it oh consensual manhandling I, I feel like since you're doing this for other people to believe you it might be That's more a of a performance performance okay, I can do performance dance strong I'm man great at performance that is a 15 damn alright so people start watching Reloric and his weird walk in they see this big hooded figure just push him and try get him just to, as Chess was saying, get him in shape, walk correctly. And they don't want to make eye contact with this huge figure because that was also a little intimidating. So uh, we have two successes and one failure. Next roll by Pip. Is this, uh, this part of the city, is this like a market square or what is around? Um, you see a bunch of build, building some awnings. There, there is a store or two, but it's mostly looks like housing. There's no like street vendors or anything like that. Uh, the, there, there are some people kind of outside, but they're beckoning people into their stores because this is so windy and kind of dusty that they don't want dirt all over their foods. Hmm. And in terms of like blockades or things like is there anything to stop me from just trying to go with the flow of the crowd I think um, this is this is uh, I think that would also be kind of a performance check okay I don't know like we all look like everyone else I would just if there's no haggling to be done at some local merchants I would just keep on walking the way everyone else is Oof, a doofa. Nope. That is, I do have a, what did you say, performance? Mm-hmm. You have a that's plus true. six to performance, but that's still only a ten. Wow. Ugh. All right. Um, yeah, I probably would have asked something else, but I don't know if you could have gotten higher than that, even if I asked for something else. Oh, yeah, I could have. I was hoping for like a market square so I could do some hardcore haggling and try and bust out my persuasion skills, but everything's indoors. You could and you could talk to people kind of standing in the doorways. I'll talk to those people standing in the doorways. I want to see if I can get a good deal on figs. <laughs> what part of the country are we in? Is there <laughs> any figs around here or what? I just uh, really feeling some figs. Okay, so you're because I have I have a thirteen fig roll here. Quite <laughs> frankly, if I'm going to be candid about this. All right, um... <laughs> I just have a ten persuasion roll, <clears throat> performance roll. And how is this going to advance you sneaking through the town? 
who suspects the person who's jonesing for figs? Nobody. No. They'll be like, oh, that person's clearly running errands because they're going to make some sort of delicious fig roll for later. Maybe a Newton of sorts. And uh, yeah, they, they, it's so inconspicuous. Okay. Why don't you roll for the persuasion? Yes, that's a 19. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Pip goes up to these people. It's okay, uh, Tyler. Do you want me to play this out? Some guards overhear tales of these amazing Fig Newtons this local shopper is going to buy. And wait, oh, no, no, no. The guards are following us now. They want my good Fig Newtons. I've created a problem. I need help out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you were too persuasive. So Pip goes up to the store owner and starts asking if they have any figs. And the store owner just looks around like, do you see where we are right now? Do you, I, I mean, you know what? You're, you're kind of cute. I have one. I have one fig, <laughs> but don't tell anybody. Okay. This is the best outcome. <laughs> uh, one silver piece or one copper piece for it. Oh, such a bargain. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to give a copper piece and I'm going to have. T- one- Tyler, do we still have our money? Nope. Uh. I give them something. I want this secret fig. <laughs> I'm going to write down secret fig. You have no money. What did I get? I gave them a scrap of pumpkin and I sure. looked so cute. And so convinced that I think it's a copper that they're into it. Yeah. They'll take the scrap of pumpkin and, and just kind of chuckle and send you on your way. Oh, I love people of this town. <laughs> All right. So you successfully follow your good friend, Stewie. And looking back as you walked away from the building, you actually kind of came out of the wall itself. So there's some sort of secret part of this wall where you could actually walk through. Are we at Hogwarts? Of the original, the original one we were in, the the or the shop room with the weapons. Yeah, so we came through the wall of that one. So you like the giant wall that's blocking you off from the most inner part of Davidem. Mm-hmm. That's where this kind of pop up town is currently. Mm-hmm. It's popped up against that wall, and pretty much the wall itself was what you walked out of. This sort of magical oh. thing where the actual wall was. And are we on the Devodim side of the wall or the Garshide side? Or the, I guess so the, the whole thing is Devodim. You are on the outer part of the innermost the wall. Of the innermost wall. Yeah. So if I'm lo- sorry, I'm looking at your map. That you looks came like from there's... the east, from the mountains. Oh, okay. Right. And the inner, so there's four walls, right? Yeah, there are three clustered together, I think. Yeah, and there's the closest one is pretty well into Devodim, and then there's three more between us and the rest of the continent. You are on the one closest to the, the one on the inner innermost, the innermost wall. Right, out of all so, four. yeah, so we're moving, like, and we're moving towards, away from it. Like the, into, no, you're east. You're going east. Heading towards the water. So we're heading away from the wall towards the water. Yeah. Okay. The, the town is on the eastern side of gotcha. that wall. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I was trying to get oriented here. No problem. For those listening, take a look at the beautiful map drawn by Innkeeper Innkeepers D20. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go into this this home, Stewie's home. It's a, a fairly small home. It's a one bedroom place, but you you walk in and the the floor is dirt, just like everything else you've seen. But there is a rug. It is a little dirty. Uh, with some tables, a couple of chairs, but that, that's about it in, it in here. And then there's a bedroom off to the side. Uh, over by a stove, you see this woman. Uh, she's a tall human woman, about six feet in height, with messy auburn hair tied up into a bun. That's hot. She's wearing a pair of working pants underneath a red robe. She has small green eyes and a face that looks as if it were smushed and just permanently stayed that way. Do it. She says, she says to you, Oh, wow, Stewie, it looks like you brought some friends along. Oh, how are you doing there? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. For anyone that thinks this is absurd, please go watch Mad TV. <laughs> hello, ma'am. Uh, hi. Hi. Oh, hello. Ch- Chess just looks over and says, uh, Hi. Uh, Hey, hey there. Uh, what? Well, what's? How come? You're. I stop this. I stop test. <laughs> I stop what's about to happen because I know how to do this. I step in front of him and say, "Miss, your son is enchanting." Oh, is it? He. He's such a good, good boy. How did you do it? He's a good, good boy. I don't know. I just lucked out on this one. All on your own. You're such a powerful woman. Guy, oh, yeah. uh, thank you for saying that. But uh, what brings you, uh, cutie puties here? Hmm. Fuck yeah, right track. Um, we are. Could you tell us about these red robes that we're wearing, and how do you feel about them? Oh, well, um, I think uh, the people who wear these are just a bunch of ninny-poos, if you ask me. Oh, my God. Oh, my pan. So we... With you there. We <laughs> agree with you. Oh, uh, pan, are you... You must be the four people that uh, came in... The four uh, divine link that came into the town then there. We've been captured. We're trying to get away and your son has been helping us and he's so so good for doing this but we could use a little extra grown up help if you have Stewie, any. you've been a good boy. Have they been? Yeah. You want a cookie? You didn't give them any cookies did you? We have nothing. Yes, he yeah, doesn't we... get any cookies before he eats dinner. <laughs> rules are important. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, we'll give you one this time. Here you go, Stewie. Uh, <laughs> could, could I? Could I have a cookie? No. Oh, almost not. Sorry. You haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> I'll have dinner. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not well, if you all want to sit around the table, I'll fire up some uh, stew there for you. That sounds amazing. Oh my god, I am so hungry. Uh, they took our rations. They took all our stuff. So I am real hungry. How do you know about us, anyway? Well, I'm a friend of... Uh, you might have seen a little birdie. Her name is Thea. Oh, that omen! She's our bitch! Yeah, I wouldn't use that word, my story. Cover your ears when we, we hear these bad people talking to you like this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're good buds. I love Thea Almond. She's looking out for us. She's our good druid friend. 
Yeah, I owed her a favor, so she came calling in with me and Stewie and asked if we could come and help you out there. What a peach tree. Oh, well said. Thanks. Hey. Thanks for helping. I, I don't think I know Thay Almond. I mean, you got that letter, right? Ooh. Didn't you say she told you, like, not to trust me? I don't know if I like Thay. How? Yeah, what did we tell them about? Well, you, I guess I guess you sort of told us about the conversation in the car. Actually, no, specifically Chest. What did we tell Chest about <laughs> I'm pretty sure, well, you told us about the conversation and Chest responded with like, you guys didn't trust me? Oh, okay. He was kind of sad, but yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Thea doesn't trust me. How come she told you to free me? She, she just doesn't <laughs> know you personally. She, she. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm pretty good. Ah, uh, shoot. <laughs> So how much time do you think you bought there? I think we might have one short rest's worth of time. <laughs> I really want to jump far. Well, we weren't. I, yeah. The way, way I figure the guards are walking around once every hour or so. I don't know. How long has it been since we got out of there? Maybe about 20, 20 minutes. minutes. It took you 15. No, it took you 10 to get to the place probably 10 with your conversation with Stewie and getting stuff and then five to get here. So it's been about 25. I don't know. Boys, we better R-U-N-N-O-F-T. Like, we gotta go while the getting's good. I think think we should be, yeah, moving along. Well, I gotta... I gotta... I got a proposition for you. Go on. Mm. Um, Ma'am, I'm not that kind of person, but maybe these fellas are. It might be. I mean, uh, Stewie outfitted you, so you kind of owe me one, but I can't help you get all of your other stuff back that you lost. Yeah, yeah. I want that. Okay. Go on. We have a bow that likes to berate my friend, and I really want to get that back. Let's go. (laughs) Well, I don't know if they'll have that, but everything that came here will be there. So what you'll need to do is you'll need to go to the building, the large building in the center of town, and they'll be having a feast to celebrate your capture. Before the sacrifice of you is planned to occur, they currently have your weapons there, and they also have a lot of extra gold, as I've heard. And they also have the ring of my dead husband. (laughs) So wait, they're planning to sacrifice us. And we are currently kind of far away from the middle of town. And you're saying we should go to the place where they are planning to sacrifice us to go get a couple of knives and jewelries. And here Yeah, and uh, go get my dead husband's ring. But they're all fixed up to kill us there. And they're already assembled there for doing that killing. Well, right now they're just getting the feast prepared. There aren't a lot of people in there except for the cooks and maybe the head of the town. Aside from Rauric, we did some good, good sneaky disguising there. I Pip did kind of a bad job, but is also really into killing politicians for some reason. <laughs> You're sure the head of the town's going to be in there? I mean, that's where he lives. It's at his estate. Hmm. Chest uh, says, Ma- "Ma'am, is this is this a situation I could maybe solve by like beating someone in an arm wrestle or something, or just kicking their ass if it's needed?" 
Well, I, I get. I mean, I'm pretty good at that, but we get we got a guy for that. I, I can I can make a sneaky cut. Oh, uh, well, uh, hey, Funky, don't no, don't for, don't forget that you're uh, you're kind of a flaccid limp dick right now. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just remembered that. <laughs> so depressed. Thanks. I'm not as confident as I was a couple minutes ago. <laughs> Beans. <laughs> Beans. Gonna... No, I'm, I'm staying in. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving all of this in. Yeah. No, Funky would have, at some point, Funky, or a few times, Funky's probably going to forget that he doesn't have spells and go to cast one. Because that's a big change for him. So. Wait, do I have spells? Because we left Pesopt? Yeah, you have spells. It's yeah. just that Funky's God has right. left him. Yeah. But here's the bigger question. Where are my spell cards? And you see a, a very tiny loot currently sitting uh, near a wall, which could potentially be used for a spell focus. Tyler, I do play the loot, but not as well as Pip plays his $2 ukulele. Miss, can I borrow your loot? Oh, well, if you go out and do this for us, you can have it. All right, giddy up, roadies. Let's do this show. (laughs) Yeah, fellas, I'm kind of up for doing this because I I wouldn't mind beating up some of the folks who put us here. I am uh, not very happy with that situation. I just want my bow back. Yeah, I mean, I also wouldn't mind getting Rallerick's uh, bow back. Bow back horseman. I'm you. I really want my uke back, even though it's not divine linked. It's not attached to a demigod. It's not magical, but it does have the words rock lobster heart, rock lobster carved in it, and that means something to Pip. Bless it. Yeah, uh, I'm going with the group on this one, guys. I think I got us in enough water, so I'm there. Just don't count on me for heals or anything. Um, I'm probably just gonna be swinging yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry, uh, Funky. I'm not counting on you for much. Well, I, uh, you know, you could fight, but I feel like it wouldn't be the best idea. It would probably be better if you decided to uh, try to be as sneaky as you can. Do you want me to draw you out a map so you can see what it kind of looks like? Yes, please. That would be lovely. Just uh, whispers down to Ralark and says, "Hey, is, is a map that piece of paper we saw over in Pesopt? You have to know what maps are. This, yeah, it, yeah, a maps a piece of paper that shows you where stuff is in the world. Okay, I'm just, yeah, that's, I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah. This cannot be a thing that Chess does not know. They don't use maps in the mountains. They just go by rocks. I can't. I, can't. I established that. I know, but." <sighs> So do you see a map here? We do. Yeah. You know, that kind of looks like my area rug. It does. It really ties the room together. <laughs> it does. Thanks. I made this myself. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, look at all that grub. So uh, on the eastern part here these doorways are kind of the entrance lobby area where there will be a music playing 
there's another door on the side that goes into the kitchen or which goes into the great hall so there's a great hall there too and then on the opposite corner there's the bedroom and then the study and the study is where all of your stuff is gonna be and then there's another kind of meeting room where a lot of the guests will congregate while they're waiting for to be called into the main dining area and then there's the servants quarters as well uh there aren't any windows i feel like you may have noticed this but we really don't want the dirt to get into our home so there's not really any windows so uh you kind of got to th- go through the main doors but that's that's kind of uh that's what it looks like okay so hmm so you said our stuff's in the in the study and there's music what's in the room with the rug <laughs> the meeting room that's the meeting room where people can kind of gather if they don't want to hang out by the music and wait for the festivities to start. It's, like, it's a cocktail lounge. Fancy. All right, Jess says, all right, fellas, I think we got to just do this. Got to get Pip, Pip's string thing, and we got to get this lady's dead husband, and... Well, my husband's dead. You're not gonna. G- no. g- he's in the ground right now. I don't want you to bring him to me. He's ring. Sorry, Miss. I I just realized we've been horribly rude. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name's Guinevere. Of course it is, Guinevere. At a function such as this, I'm assuming there are waiters and wine stewards and what have you what do they wear uh everybody is pretty much gonna be wearing their red robes except for the people in the kitchen they're gonna be wearing a, a typical aprons and such they don't need to wear their red robes what everybody else does in the town um and they'll probably just serve in their uh aprons but the people who would be setting up right now are only going to be the people who are wearing aprons, right? Yeah, pretty much. Do you, for some like weird reason, do you have just a bunch of those outfits kicking around? Yeah, I can't say I do, but you can maybe go see if you can get some in the uh, from the kitchen. I don't know. I get it. Chokehold the servants. We can do that. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm with you guys, so I'm just gonna follow. Alright, fellas, let's do this. Giddy up. And it, it, it sorry, it wasn't they they're still wearing the red robes, they just have an apron over it. That's kind of the okay. outfit. So the fact that we're wearing red robes is probably a pretty good start to a very economical disguise. Yeah, they're not super fancy out here. Cool. All right, let's do it. Let's do it, I guess. Yeah. So if we want to start heading there, Tyler, is that another skill challenge or? Actually, we're ju- we'll just piggyback on the ones from last time. I'll say that you you figured out a way after the last skills, skill challenge how to best kind of navigate through the town. Oh, okay. Um, what you can do is someone can do a survival check to see how well you can navigate through this town to to get to where you want to go, how long it's going to take. Ravelrick. I have good, I have good survival. I got you. Uh, 13. Okay, so it takes you about 10 minutes. So 
let's say all told, it's probably been 45 minutes because we were what, 25? Uh, once you got there, we'll say it took 10 minutes to kind of converse with her. Yep. Okay. And then 10 minutes to get here. So we got 15. That is generous. Guinevere is a chatty Cathy, so. <laughs> All right. So you arrive to the the large building in the center, which you believe is the, this is where the big dinner sacrifice is going to happen. Cool. What do you want to do? Uh, uh, chest, chest whispers down to Pip and says, now Pip, they said there's going to be music in the main, main room. Maybe you could... You know, woo them with some of your some of your string string strumming. Okay. I mean, I do see two stringed instruments on the ground, but also a French horn. <laughs> 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 so that's a band right there. Pip goes in and tries to do a sweet French horn solo just to tune up them horns. You know, maybe he's just warm warming it up. Okay, so Pip is going to go in the front door. What about everybody else? Um, There's a front door. There's two entrances that you're aware of. The side. The double front doors and then the side for the staff. Uh, I'm swinging around the side. For the staff? Yep. Okay. Um, Chest will go with Rallert because that's his MO. (laughs) Uh, door. Funky looks to the other two and looks to Pip and I guess follows Pip because he doesn't want to leave Pip alone. I shrug and say to Funky, percussion? I can play the belly drums. I got a good gut for it. Exactly. We are ready to be a band. All right. So when we play again, we will start your infiltration, your sneaky infiltration of this Town hall, sacrificial, giant dinner place. This is this is risky, fellas. Risk it is. Uh, Ardubs, I know I said French horn, but and I know your forte is most trumpet. Can you play us out with some yakety sax? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk back. <laughs> This is the boy I love. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Don't pass out. (laughs) I'm playing a chase scene. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were doing. I didn't didn't either. It's because they hadn't changed clothes and they weren't wearing women's underwear. (laughs) Also, where's the police? Be a policeman with his billy club out. Okay, <laughs> glad that happened. All right, so DM thoughts with Tyler after this episode. Uh, it was a pretty fun episode. I mean, getting to play the voices of Stewie and Guinevere, aka a mini tribute to Mad TV Stewart. Uh, so that was fun to be able to break out those voices and just mess around a little bit. But uh, overall, there's just a lot of good role playing and the crew trying to figure out what is next and what they can do. And they are currently sneaking into the place where they're scheduled to be sacrificed. 
So we will see how that plan plays out for them next week. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you in, not next week, but two weeks for the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast. Hit us on Twitter, No Mercy Podcast. Hit us on Discord. You will go to nomercypodcast.com. You'll see a Discord link there and all the other stuff. Okay, thanks. Bye.